Hey guys, welcome back to the Evolve Your Life podcast. I am so excited to jump in and talk to Lauren Tickner today. She is our guest. She's incredible. She's an amazing business coach, and I can't wait for you guys to get so much value and just have an amazing listen. Honestly, this podcast was so much fun to record, and I have gained a new friend in the process, so it was really fun for me, and I hope it's just as fun for you guys. But before we get started, I do want to talk to you guys about an amazing company I have been working with. It is called Premium Jane CBD. Um, I love what they stand for. I love their marketing. I love their product, moreover, which is honestly the most important thing. And I just kind of want to give you guys a little bit of background on Premium Jane and who they are and what they sell and what makes their CBD so much better than their competitors. So Premium Jane is based in Scottsdale, Arizona, and all of their CBD products are sourced from a controlled, regulated industrial hemp supply that is consistently tested for the presence of microbes, pesticides, solvents, heavy metals, and chemical fertilizers. Their CBD oils, as well as their gummies and capsules, are legal in all 50 states and can be used in foods and or as a nutritional supplement. And lastly, Premium Jane products are non-GMO and third-party laboratory tested to guarantee content and purity. Now, whether you're using CBD for anxiety, for inflammation, for just prevention, or just to try it out and see what it's all about, I highly, highly recommend Premium Jane is the company that you go to. Not only because their products taste amazing and they're fun to take, I personally love taking the gummies in the morning. Um, They are truly, truly the best that I've ever used, and I've used a lot of CBD guys. So if you would like to try Premium Jane out and you want to get a discount, you can use my code Gabby, just G-A-B-B-Y, and in the show notes, there is a link you can click to easily head to their website and give them a try. Personally, I love the gummies, and I also love the pills because it allows me to be consistent. I've never been able to be consistent with CBD because I just don't love the taste, so having the pills has made that super duper easy. I just take it with my other vitamins in the morning, and I'm on my way to feeling less anxious and less stressed throughout my entire day. All right. Hello, everybody. I have Lauren Tickner here, and I'm so freaking excited to talk with you. Um, I've been following you for literally so long, like probably like pre-Gymshark, honestly. It's been a really long time. Yeah. And But then like kind of from afar, and then I started following you a lot closer after you left Gymshark and really got into business coaching and stuff. So I'm really excited to to get to know you and everyone else too that on my platform that either does follow you or doesn't follow you. I'm excited for them to kind of learn a little bit more about who you are. So, Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I feel like I was just saying before we hit record, I feel like I already know you and I feel like we're already best friends. <laughs> yeah. we're so similar. And so just for anyone listening, you know, we've never actually met, but I'm from England. You're from where was you in again? I'm in Kentucky in Kentucky in, in America. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. Whenever like they say Kentucky here, yeah, it's like Kentucky Fried Kentucky Fried Chicken. Fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So funny. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm super stoked to just share a ton of value with your people. Just talk about all things. Well, wherever you want to take the conversation. Yeah. So yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Let's do it. So I kind of the first. I wanted to start off like take me back like two years. Like what has, how did, like, what did your life look back, look like back then? And how has it really like evolved and shifted since then? Um, and yeah, kind of just, I want to hear a little bit more about you, like a little, maybe a brief little kind of synopsis of your story. Um, and just how you got to where you are today. 
Yeah, absolutely. So my story has taken quite a lot of turns because I'm one of these people where when I decide that I want to do something, it's going to happen. You know, it is, it's happening. My mind is on the prize and I just go towards it at full force because I feel like decision making is the, the exhaust your energy. So if you make a decision and then you're constantly second guessing yourself and you're constantly worrying, did I make the right thing? Or if you're constantly overthinking everything, which I feel that, I don't know if guys do it, but I feel like as, as women, as girls, we do it so much. And so I knew that in order to really get to where I wanted to, I couldn't be wasting my energy on those things. So I was like, okay, I need to just focus. So here's what happened. So when I was 16 years old, I actually, well, it starts when I was 15, but I know that probably everyone listening to this right now, or at least like 99% of people are into health and fitness. So I was one of those people who was actually overweight before they got into fitness. And so I wasn't like obese or anything, but I was classed as overweight for my height. And so in pounds, I'm, 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 uh, do you guys do it in centimeters in height? Like <laughs> we, we normally do it. We do it in feet. Like I'm like, I'm five feet, six okay. inches. Okay. And I'm then, five foot four. Right? Okay. Perfect. So, yeah. And in pounds, I was weighing like 155, which for a girl who was 15, like that compared to all my friends who were like, I can't do this maths in my head, but we no, do seven probably, so, so. Yeah, they were probably like around like 120, like 100. Oh, no, no, no. They were, they were like less than that. Oh, okay. We did it in our science class and I was like significantly heavier than them. And I just remember thinking, whoa, like this makes me feel horrendous. Like I was, way, I was heavier than the guys. And so... I just remember one day, it was like, I feel, I feel like for so many people in their fitness journey, there's just this one pivotal moment and it sort of forces you to do something about something. And for me, that was, it was so clear. I'd been at a party and I used to be a massive party girl. You know, I was drinking all the time when I was like 15, 16. Um, and obviously, you know, that's like under the age where you're supposed to be drinking. So that was bad. <laughs> but I just did it because... I was honestly so unhappy and I see a photo from a party next to my, my one of my best friends at the time Livy and I still have this photo on my phone I've used it in a couple transformations before but I've sort of cut her out because I don't want she doesn't want to be in it you know and so I am literally double the size of her and I just remember thinking like how did you let yourself get like this Lauren like how did you let yourself get like this mm-hmm. now this is the age where you're going through puberty right and so I had a shiny face, like, you know, just, just a bit of, you know, greasy skin as you do as, as you're a kid. <laughs> the, the, the thing was like, I was friends and I hate this term and I hate this saying, but it, it kind of helps you understand the, the relationship dynamic. But I was friends with like the quote unquote, like popular people in school. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you know how the guys are, like, they think they are the, oh, oh my gosh, this is so funny that I'm going to say this because I was about, I, <laughs> I'm on a tangent here. I was about to say, they think they're the dog's bollocks. But then I realized that you guys don't say that saying. And I know what that is because my family's British and like, oh, I, course, like yeah. I, I hear all the terms and stuff, but yeah, you can yeah. explain it if you like. <laughs> it's basically like they think that the shit, right? Dogs bollocks means like dog's dick. Yeah. <laughs> like the reason, the reason why it's so funny that I think it came to my mind is because I was literally having a conversation about that last night with a friend. And um, you, do, do you know who Jordan Sire is? Gary yeah, Weasel. Yeah. Like I said that to I, I said that to Jordan once, like when we were in New York, and he literally was laughing about it for two years because he just found it so funny. So anyway, I digress. 
so yeah all these guys that like they thought they were the shit and so basically they would call me Mackie D's like they would literally be like oh Mackie D's and they would chant like Mackie D's Mackie D's because my forehead was shining and you can imagine how that made me feel that made me feel absolutely horrendous you know of course it did I was 15 16 years old and I was getting bullied for my appearance mm -hmm. and I was so insecure and so at that point obviously then at this photo and all that I was just like right I need to lose weight so I went on to Google, as so many of us do when we get into our fitness journey, and I just typed in how to lose weight, <laughs> of course. And so what do I find? I find women's health, I find Cosmo, I find basically all the bullshit that is out there, that's what I find. I find fat burning pills, I find carb blockers. And so I, I've always been very logical. And so the most logical thing that I could find was that you need to burn more calories than your body requires on a daily basis so I was like oh that is that makes so much sense a bit of science there you know I, I like this and so what I did every day wake up go to school didn't eat anything go to school all day finish at like five haven't eaten anything all day then from my school walk to the gym 20 minute walk not even realizing that like steps the thing you know yeah. I'm like a kid. and so I get to the gym hadn't eaten anything that day and I go on the cross trainer type in my weight, you know, because I thought that the calories were somewhat accurate. And I do cross trainer interval sprints for 500 calories. And I still had eaten nothing all day. And it was about six by now. My mum would then come get me from the gym and I'd get home and I'd have some soup and some rice cakes and some steamed vegetables. And I was eating 300 calories a day. And I thought that it meant that you had to eat fewer calories than you burn on like a machine every single day, oh, right? Cause I was, I was, I was a kid. I was 15 years old. I, they don't teach you about the human metabolism in school. So I didn't know that like BMR was a thing. I didn't know that my body burned calories at rest. I didn't know about non-exercise activity, thermogenesis. I didn't know about any of that. And so as you can imagine, and by the way, you're listening to this right now, please, please don't do what I did. It was so unhealthy because I'm about to share with you what happened to me. So as you can imagine, I lost weight rapidly, rapidly, but that wasn't the only thing that I lost. I also lost my health. I literally lost my health. I started having panic attacks every single day. I couldn't last a full day in school and my mom would have to come pick me up from school because I can't drive at this point because in England you can't drive till you're 17, right? My mom would have to come pick me up at lunch every day because I was just having these panic attacks and I was diagnosed with panic disorder. And so I was put on actual pills. Like I hate taking tablets. Now I don't even take like ibuprofen or anything just cause like personally, I don't really like to take them. And I, I get anxiety about taking tablets now actually. And I think it's probably because of this. And you can see how negatively that experience of losing that weight has affected me even to this day. Mm -hmm. right? And this is something so many people don't think about. And this is why I'm so passionate about online coaching because I know that online coaches can literally help people not go through what I went through. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly why I started online coaching, right? That's why I got into online fitness coaching. So after this stage, you know, finished my schooling, then I go work in investment management for like, I was supposed to be there for a whole year, but I ended up only staying for eight months. I hated it so much. Have you ever worked in a job where you're unhappy, like a corporate? I don't, I don't know this part of my uh, story. Yeah, no, I haven't had like actual corporate job. I'm lucky enough right out of college, I, I was working for myself. But um, I definitely have been at a job, like a more of like a side gig job, but like right. 
that I very much was not happy in. For sure. And it's crazy. Every time I've asked anyone, I've never, asked, I've never had someone tell me they've never had a job that they don't like. They've never done a job that they don't like. Wait, how how do I make that sentence make sense? You know what I mean? Like I've never yeah. met. I've never met. I've never met. Can you tell I got four hours sleep last night? <laughs> I'm like one of those girls who's like, I need my eight hours. But um, yeah, I've never met someone who's never had a job that they haven't hated, right? Like they've at least had one job in their life that they've not liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's just crazy to me. And and so I'm so committed to changing that. I I think that you spend so much of your life in work. It breaks my heart that so many people are doing things that they don't enjoy. So I did that and yeah, I basically um, ended up leaving early. Then that was when I was like, okay, screw this. Like I'm going to get my personal training qualification and start online fitness coaching. Because by this point, I had started documenting my fitness journey on social media. Because after I'd lost all that weight, I got to a stage where I was like, I can't live like this, you know? I've always wanted to be a successful person. Like, I've always just known that I want to do well. And I was like, if I'm having panic attacks every day, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna be freaking successful. Like, I can't even work. I can literally work for like a couple hours and I'm done. And so I took back to my trusty old Google. By this point, I had figured out a few things. And um, just typed in how to, how to gain weight in a healthy way. All I could find was weight training and tracking macros. And so, of course, that's what I did. <laughs> so I started, I, I was actually checking my calories already, but I wasn't checking my macros. So like, I was literally eating like no protein every day when I was losing that weight, it's so bad. But um, anyway, so yeah, got into weight training, changed my life, like literally changed my life. And uh, it just helped me see food, food as fuel. And it helped me realize that, you know, there's more to life than losing weight. You know, you're not just a number. You are not a number. And so it changed my life so much. And I wanted to connect with other girls who were into lifting. Because I know, obviously, you live in the States, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how it is in Kentucky. But here in England, especially, what, this like six years ago now, no girls lifted. Mm-hmm. It's really, really changed in the past, like, what, two years? Like, even, or maybe even three maybe but like in the past like year year and a half like it's it's just blown up and I feel like it is women are so much more welcomed in the gym and there's so many more women lifting and just exercising in general and that is it is so empowering because I remember when when I first got to college we had one now there's two big gyms on our campus but there was one and there was one like big lifting area and it was called the pit and there was not, when I went in the very first time, there was not a single female in that area of the gym. All the girls were up above the way they lined it. Like the treadmills and the cardio machines were above looking down on the pit area. And so like, you felt like everyone was watching you. If you went down there, like all the girls were judging you because you were in this area with the guys. guys. <laughs> and I remember like, I was someone who was like known as the fitness girl, like the like fit chick, whatever. And I felt intimidated and I felt like, Oh my God, no, I'm not going down there. And it wasn't until I actually got a job at that gym and like met everyone and felt comfortable. Like I had to be down there to work. So yeah. then it kind of became more comfortable, but now I go, I, I haven't been there in a while, but when I left college, it was like, I left in, it was equal like there was just as many girls as there was guys but it took four years to get there um so i think we're i think we're getting there but there's definitely and especially in different areas of the world and even in like our like america i know there's different areas of the country where it's like a lot more accepted and a lot 
there's so much more availability for that. And then there's also areas where people just still do not get it. They do not get it. They think we are going to get bulky. They think that women shouldn't lift. And I'm like, isn't that like so 2012? Like who thinks (laughs) that's amazing. I just think one thing on that though to remember is like when you're in the gym, people are there for themselves. Like we so often think that people think about us. And I heard this on a podcast one time and it blew my mind, but people aren't thinking about you. They're thinking about what you're thinking about them. Mm-hmm. And it's so freaking true. Like you're, when I'm in the gym, I'm listening to a podcast. If someone actually like come, like if someone's staring at me, I don't even actually notice like these days because I'm just so in my own zone. But if someone tries to talk to me, like I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> and then obviously I'm like polite and stuff, but I'm not even looking at any, what anyone else is doing. And like for sure, when I see someone like doing squats on a BOSU ball, then I'm a bit like, oh, bloody hell, right? There we go. But let's be honest, like, you know, I'm not going to say anything and I'm just going to be like, fair freaking play. Like you're doing your thing. Like you enjoy it. I used to have such a close-minded attitude. And I actually think that this happens to quite a few fitness coaches. Um, I've seen it come up so many times, like from my clients, just how they, it's like a religion, you know? I was a power lifter. Okay. So I was like, if anyone does like tons of supersets and like weird, like glute things, like it's stupid and don't get me wrong. Some of them are literally stupid and pointless, but if you enjoy it, like go for it, you know, just realize that it might not be giving you as much bang for your buck as you want. And so I think that so many people get so yeah, set in their own ways and and forget, you know, it's, it's not really necessarily, not everyone's in it for the same reasons as you. Like when you're trying to achieve like a super high level goal, right? Like, you know, probably some people listening to this are competing or have competed. I have in the past in powerlifting and bikini. And it's like, that's not like a normal person thing to do, you know, mm-hmm. like it's not like regular. And so just cause you have your own goals in some areas, like doesn't mean everyone else has to share those goals. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that like, I used to struggle to understand that, you know, like I used, I was like, why doesn't everyone want to achieve like max capacity in every area of their life? Mm-hmm. But it's just, it, you know, you're listening to a podcast right now. So like you probably do, but I think it's just so important to be self-aware and also be aware that like not everyone wants that for their lives. Yeah. And, and everyone's working on different areas too, because there's like, yeah, when maybe a couple of years ago, I'm, I'm sure both of us can agree. Fitness was everything. And we wanted to achieve the highest level of fitness. We wanted to be the leanest. We wanted to be this or that. And now it's like, I, I'm not even at a place where I'm like, I want to have the best business. Like I want to have an awesome business and I want to kill it. And I have different areas and different things, but I'm actually like my area of health that I'm focusing on right now is like my personal growth and like my mental health and my emotional health and those things. Like that's actually more important to me. And I think especially being a coach, like you have to realize like some of my clients, they're in that phase where like, they really want to achieve their fitness goals. And I have to respect that. And I have to help them get to that. And some of them are figuring out their social health and they're like their Mm -hmm. friends and their relationships. And that's where they really need to focus. And it all ties in together and they all kind of correlate, but your priorities are going to change. I literally used this example last night on a zoom call. Like it's almost like you have a list of like all the different types of health, whether that's social, physical, nutritional, all of these different types and they're going to shift and they're going to pivot and one's going to take the first place. And then maybe the next week, like fitness oh is going to go up and it's always shifting and pivoting. I literally and you just have love to, like, you bring this up. Yeah. It's amazing. Cause I always say that life is like a series of volume dials, right? Mm-hmm. And it all balances out to like 100. Mm-hmm. But let's just say, you know, and the cool thing about this is that sometimes you have certain volume dials in your life that are like always on because you've got into a habit. So for me, Going to the gym, I don't even need to think about that. Like, it's just a part of my life. 
working on my business, like certain things, they just, they happen. Like my posting to Instagram, like, and my content stuff, like it just, it, it sort of just happens because I've been mm -hmm. doing it since I was like 16. But then there's other things, like you say, like it's, it's literally like different seasons, different volume dials. Like let's say you're just working on like launching your online coaching for the very first time. Your business dial is going to be like 90, which means all of your other dials are only going to have room for 10. And that means you need to figure out how to balance those things out so that you can go all in on that business launch or whatever. Yeah. Like remember, it doesn't have to be that way forever. It's going to be like a couple weeks and then you get to turn it back down. You get to go see your friends a little bit more. And I think so many people, they like, they think that you have to have like every area of your life perfectly balanced. But I think balance is honestly bullshit personally. Mm -hmm. I think you have to say no to things. You have mm -hmm. to sometimes shut yourself off. You have to focus and you have to like say, yeah, just say no sometimes even though in the short term, it's going to be fun. It's like that whole situation of like deferred gratification, like you need to be able to delay the feeling of like the hit of dopamine <laughs> because that's really what I think it takes in order to achieve because there's a, there's cognitive dissonance, right? When you are going from, from like your current reality to where you actually want to get to, it's unfreaking comfortable because if it was easy, like you'd already be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's something that I find really, it really helps me, you know, like when I'm struggling, it's like, I just realize, okay, this struggle right now, this is adding to my story and it's going to also be something that I can share with people in the future, like how I got to the other side. Yeah. You can shift your mindset to be like from that perspective. Oh my God. Like it just opens up a whole new world for you. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And it, it, it helps you be a better coach. It helps you be a better friend because at the end of the, it's like, I always think about when I'm a parent, I'm, a, I'm like very I'm much, I'm a warrior and I'm like, I'm so scared that like, I'm, I'm never going to want my kid to like get hurt or like be, be harmed. And then I have to sit back and realize like, they have to experience life. Like they have to go through these struggles. It's like, you have to go through these things in order to grow and in order to learn and in order to become you and shape your own story. Because if you don't experience, especially if you don't experience like things that freaking hurt, mm. you're not going to have a story and you're not going to have experience and you're not going to learn and grow. And so it's like, you, you have to have those things. And even in those hard times, you have to remember that like things aren't, uh, what's my, my friend, she always has a quote. It's like, things aren't done to you. They're done for you. And yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And my aunt says that as well. Like, I love it. It's so, so true because it, it is literally true in every area of your life, whether it's in your health, you know, you go to the gym, friggin' hurts, right? But then your muscles get stronger. <laughs> like that was like the most simple, but like, you know, in your, in your business, let's just say you do a specific, I don't know, a specific way of doing a, an enrollment call, right? You try this new way of doing a sales call and it absolutely flops on like 10 potential clients. And then, you know, you, you make a new one and you get better. And then let's say like in a relationship, you get into a relationship that you, you know, it's not serving you. It helps you realize what you need next time and what you and how you should show up. And it teaches you so much about yourself in every area. And I think that's what it's about, you know, like I know you're saying you're super into self-development. I'm the same at the moment, like personal and relational is what I'm really working on at the moment. And it's just interesting because you just don't know that there are all these things that you need to work on until you actually put your mind onto it. Because I always, I was like, I have my freaking life together. Like I go to the gym, my business is doing well, like my, my clients are crushing it. Like 
my life is fucking perfect. And then I was like looking internally and I was like, shit, like if, if, if it's already doing this well, like imagine if I actually took the time out of those areas and actually spent a bit of time like on me and my relationship mm-hmm. and like how I'm showing up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh God, I was listening to a podcast and this always happens. Like every, I listen to, I listen to like five podcasts a day. I listen on two times speed. I'm a bit of a freak, but sometimes, <laughs> except sometimes I'm listening to some like people with an American accent who speak so fast and then I have to slow it down onto like 1.5. But um, <laughs> it's like, it's normally like American girls. I'm like, hey, it's, it's so fast, but. That's um, something I've had to work on, honestly. I've gotten a lot better, I think, just because uh, maybe CBD is the reason that I've like slowed down. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, my name's Gabby and it's so fitting. People always are like, oh, you like to get. <laughs> I used to talk so fast and I had to really like slow myself down. I do as well. I talk really fast, like for an English person, because like most English people speak really slow. But when I get on a podcast, like now that we're talking, I can tell I'm speaking freaking fast just because like, I know that that's just, that's how you guys do it. Like, I love that energy. This is why I love America so much. But okay, it's not the only reason, the food, let's be real. But, um, <laughs> but so, I forgot what I was saying, but um, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, how about, actually, I have a question for you. So yeah, I'm just going on tangents all day. No, you're good. You're good. I love it. This, I mean, honestly, this is when the best like information and everything comes out when it's just natural. It's not like just I couldn't agree more. Questions. Yeah. But um, I actually did have a client text me yesterday. I'm not. I don't. I I've only helped a couple girls with their business. It's just not not something I'm 100 confident in myself yet. So I would never want to teach someone. Content is good. Yeah. So I mean, and I love it. I just, I, it's not where I, I'm not super passionate about. Memory. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have other stuff going on. But she asked me. Um, she's so I have this thing called the Rose Retreat with Michaela Zazon, and we have done amazing at creating. I mean, both of us individually, but then coming together, it's just like a force, like a kick-ass community. And she, my my client, she lives in New Zealand, and she's like, I, I'm not I'm not taking your idea or anything, but like, I really do think that like New Zealand really needs some kind of retreat like this, where it's like female empowerment. And but she doesn't have a platform, and she's like, how do I like cultivate? a kick-ass community of women when I don't have that platform. So I just didn't know like if you had any kind of tips for how to really get started in that and like just creating a community, especially when you don't have that platform, whether it's on Instagram or any kind of like social media. Um, So where would you like for her, what would you suggest she starts with? So I think the first thing before anything else in that question is like this girl who's from New Zealand is already setting herself up whereby she's not coming at it from like a super, super positive mindset. What she wants to achieve is so positive. But right now she's saying, I don't have, you know, you shouldn't say I don't have, you should say I don't have yet. That's how the question needs to be reframed. I think it's all about reframing questions in a way whereby you'll be able to get the answer that you require. Now I understand what she's saying. It's, it's implied, right? I get it. I think just coming at it from your point of view, when you ask a question that's more empowering for yourself, you're going to feel more confident about it. If I was to say like, um, oh my God, how do I get my business to like 10 figures? Oh, I'm so annoyed. Like, I'm so frustrated. Like, you know, you're going to come at it from a, from <laughs> like 10 figures is ridiculous. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're, you're coming at it from, it's so far off and you're coming at it from a, a mindset of like, where do I even start? Okay. So 
she obviously knows what she wants to achieve right but i think it really comes down to my whole belief before you do anything else is like fully understanding why you want to do it okay Mm -hmm. why do you want to do it i think when you have a solid reason why you're doing something you can keep going through all those tough times like what we said right now for me personally just an example so i have a couple couple of reasons why like i'm so passionate about what i do but firstly it's that this one's a, a bit less impactful but it's that i worked in that job and i was so unhappy right mm-hmm. i was so like mundane meticulous like monotonous mind numbing tasks every day I had to, commute to London there and back that was taking three and a half hours out of my day and I had to be in my desk at seven in the morning and like I was still tra- training I didn't have time for myself like my parents even said to me Lauren we've lost the Lauren that we used to know right just because mm-hmm. that's how unhappy I was I was like 18 19 at this time and so that's like one of the reasons because I never want people to have to feel like that in a job that's mm-hmm. like one thing second thing for me is like okay well I saw how much like online coaching changed my life when I started online coaching. It was like the most incredible thing for me. But not only that, like, it's like, maybe there's some influencers listening to this right now, people who want to become influencers, like who are constantly sort of like only chasing a sponsorship rather than trying to build their own business. Like we spoke about this before we hit record, but like I got dropped by Gymshark like that. Mm -hmm. And like, I was a Gymshark athlete and like, it was like how so many people knew of me. And it was like, damn, like if I didn't have my own thing going on as well, like I would have been left with nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's what, what I would have had my audience and my community, obviously, but it's like, you need to build something for yourself. So that's another reason why, like I want to show people how to build something of themselves that no one can take away from them. And the third thing is the most important thing to me. And it's that my brother's disabled, right? And so he's in a wheelchair. He has epilepsy, autism, various other learning difficulties. He's 20 years old, right? But his mental age is two, three years old. And so he can't walk, he can't barely talk. Like he can say a couple words that like he'll say like, Lauren, Lauren, like, mm-hmm. and it's so cute. And then, you know, he, he has a tube in his tummy, like, cause he can't eat food. So, you know, I've, I've seen someone who can't make the most of their life, mm-hmm. you know, who can't wake up every day and decide what he wants to do, who can't go ahead and just like, just, just do something that he wants you can tell he's wanting to do things you can tell that he points and he's like and it breaks my heart because like he can't make that decision but i personally as an able-bodied person you as an able-bodied person the majority of people listening to this able-bodied able mind like whatever it happens to be you can make that decision Mm -hmm. and so the fact that you're choosing not to and i i know some people are going to say i have bills to pay i have family to feed i have all this this is this yes you do but like when you want something so bad you can prioritize it it's just like you have to make the time for it you have mm-hmm. to make the time for it and like the craziest thing that i find is like people will tell me lauren i really want to start my online business you know as an example that's like the, the main thing i get because obviously that's what i help you with so it's like okay i really want to start my online business but i just i don't have time i work two jobs i have a kid and i'm like you are a freaking badass firstly for doing that then like we get talking and I discover that on the weekends, you know, they're not even spending time with their kids. They're literally just like, I don't know, shopping or just like friggin' watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you're seriously telling me like that you don't have time. And <laughs> I'm, I, I have a pretty like alpha, like 
mindset towards this and I'm pretty like, you know, just freaking do it. But like at the same time, you know, they come back and they tell me like, but Lauren, you need time to chill. And I'm like, yeah, you need to, you do need time to chill. Don't get me wrong. But you know, if you're not happy where you're at, you're never going to be able to fully chill because you're mm-hmm. going to have this weight on your shoulders. So why not just put in the work for a couple months now so that when you want to chill in two months time, you're going to have no weight on your shoulders. Yeah. And you're going to be feeling like so, so light and so just able to just do what you want. Yeah. And so with regards to getting back to your question, firstly, know your reason why. Secondly, know who you want to serve. And then thirdly, before you do anything else, sell some sports. Don't, don't go ahead and create this crazy like thing before you even, oh, I'll give you an example. So when I was, uh, when I just was in my first year of uni, I was like, all my friends want fitness help. Loads of their parents are like absolutely loaded and, um, you know, they're funding their uni, they're funding everything. So I was like this whole, this whole myth about people at university and college, like as you guys call it, like it that and, and that 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 totally broke is a myth they're all boozing every week like they spend money on alcohol like they're buying stupid things so it's like they have cash you know so it's like and i and they're always asking me for fitness help and i really want to help them and i know how to help them because i am a student too so i decided to launch this thing i think i called it like university meets fitness because i do actually have this other podcast that i don't really upload to anymore which i probably should do something about called business meets fitness so i was like right let's do university meets fitness and i was doing like a high ticket offer and so i spent it was going to be a whole year like a whole it was like september to um july because that's when we do our terms over here um and so yeah basically what i was going to do is like a whole year and i it was like a high high ticket coaching thing for yeah university students and I launched it and I had so many people sign up to the wait list, right? Like hundreds. And then I made an offer to, <laughs> to get on the phone call with me. None. Mm-hmm. None. Like zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. And at this point, I had like a good following on social media, like 50,000 followers or something. You know, and that was back when, like, on Instagram, 50,000 followers was literally, like, 500K now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So obviously, it's all got so diluted. And it just made me realize the importance of, like, validating something before you spend time creating it. Mm-hmm. I spent so, so long creating this thing. And it was amazing. It would have changed people's lives, but no one wanted it. And I don't know, like, I, I didn't end up even doing the back-end research into why people didn't want it. That's actually... That reminds me, I should probably sort of do a case study on that because I think it would be really interesting just to look back because I still have it all on my laptop, all the Google Docs and all the like intake forms and everything. Um, so yeah, maybe I can go ahead and do some surveys of those people. But yeah. it's um, that's what I would say to her, you know, make sure it's something that people actually want. And third, thirdly and finally, I don't know your personal opinion on this, but like if she, if you, when you don't have a big audience, the best thing to do is high ticket high ticket coaching, AKA high price. But I didn't just mean like charging people a bunch of money for like no reason. I don't personally believe in that. It's like you're charging money for a huge transformation in their life. I so believe that like when people pay, they pay attention because they have more skin in the game. Countless, I don't know if you've ever done this. 
um, you probably have like, have you ever given your friends like fitness plans? Oh free? yeah. Yeah. And they never do it. And it's like, thank God I have good friends because they get to the point now where they're like, no, no, no. Like I want to pay. Cause if I don't, I know I'm not going to do it. And it's like, exactly. yeah, it's same with family too. It's like, I'm like, I can, I can give you guys workouts. I can give you all, all this information and stuff. But if you're at, like for you to actually follow it, you have to have some investment in it because if not, you're, you're not losing anything, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's just so interesting because like, even I don't remember who I was listening to, but like even people who are like ridiculously wealthy are still the same, even though money is no object to them. And it's really fascinating. Like it's just because you know, then you have some sort of like sense of obligation. Um, and I also think like it just, when you, when you don't charge like a decent amount, then because obviously people aren't going to, you know, put in the work makes you feel like you suck. <laughs> it makes you feel like you suck because mm -hmm. they haven't done the work, but you've given them your best program. And it's like, there's a mismatch. And so then it, it, it really damages your confidence, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's just cause you had a low quality of client. Yeah. And I've definitely, definitely suffered with that in the past, um, back in, in my fitness coaching days, but even like, you know, in the past year, like when I've done lower ticket sort of courses and things, you know, they don't, they don't complete because they people people are really buying certainty and transformation and accountability and support you know they're the four things really that people are actually buying um and so that's really important so back onto your question um you know you've got to start small and in order to start small you've got to charge big and then as time goes on as you have the capital to invest back into your business then you know you can do different things but i'm i'm just a high ticket believer through and through like I think even the biggest influencers out there like if they were to do high ticket coaching they would still crush it even more so I believe and then obviously you know they have the opportunity to create lower ticket stuff as well mm -hmm. um just because like I did ebooks you know I did ebooks I've sold thousands in the past but mm, there's nothing more rewarding than working with people hands-on and really getting results yeah it's, you don't feel the impact when you're selling like passive income products that like, you just don't feel it, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I even, I noticed that with my, with my one-on-one -on -one coaching, it's like the second I bumped up the price, that's when, and, and reduced the amount of people, it, yeah. that's when lives were like truly, truly changed. And like, even when I was doing bigger groups and maybe less expensive, like maybe half of them or a third of them would like really get that life change, change like life transforming transforming exactly. experience but i want every person that's spending money yeah. on my program and so that's when i completely like reduce the number and increase the price because it just i also want people to be committed to my program that's something i really struggled with was feeling it almost makes me feel disrespected when people yeah. are and i know it has nothing to do to do with me most of the time I it's, I, I, it's such a normal thing that you feel like so normal because like I said, it makes you feel like you suck, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it really does. And like, it is so important to have confidence in knowing that you can get people results. And unfortunately through, have you sold like eBooks and stuff in the past? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Too yeah. <many. laughs> it's, it's crazy because there's going to be like, I don't know, 50 people that get amazing results. Let's say you sell like a thousand, right? 50 mm -hmm. people get like insane results. It's like, I have this book in front of me here, like 80-20 sales and marketing, you know, like the Pareto principle. But like in this book, it's crazy. Like he talks about, um, you know, obviously 80% of your results come from 20% of your actions. But then he talks about like how there's an 80-20 within the 80-20. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So within that 20% of people like that get the results, only 20% of them are like truly getting the results. And only 20% of them are like seriously, like seriously getting the results. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like just sort of to wrap that one up, I think in summary, it's like know, know why you're doing it, know who you're doing it for, and then validate your offer, right? Before like properly spending a bunch of time on it because great example, right? I'm going to New York next week. And I was like, right, gonna do an event in New York. (laughs) Bearing in mind, I have no location. I have no agenda. I have no like videographer. Obviously that's just an added bonus that like I do just because, and then I have just nothing, like nothing planned, right? I'm like, I'm gonna sell three spots and I'm good. Cause it's like gonna, you know, it's a business workshop. So it's gonna be like a grand a ticket. Mm -hmm. And so I sell three spots. I'm like, right, let's get this sorted. only from then on am I like okay now we now we get going I literally only just decided I was gonna do this a few days ago and it's like I had to validate the concept because why am I going to contact hotels and like uh, venues why am I gonna organize food why am I gonna organize fun activities why am I gonna like waste my time and like because I I have a team and so I was gonna get one of my team members to like do some of it organizing for me and then I was going to personally um go ahead and like organize the content for what we what I teach them mm-hmm. why would I bother spending my time and money on that before I even know anyone's gonna pay to mm-hmm. you know yeah so yeah it's just like it's realizing that it's okay to do it in that order I used to think it was shady but it just makes sense no, it, it does. That's what we do for the Rose Retreat. Um, it's, we, we sold our 20 spots and I mean, we had like our schedule and our location, but like we hadn't booked the place we hadn't done. And like, so when, and we've, we've honestly realized that's the, and we've done that honestly since the beginning kind of subconsciously. I don't think we even realized that we were doing it that way, but it's yeah. worked and it, and it's, it's made us realize. And then we want to work harder for the girls. Cause it's like, we have 20 girls who have signed up almost instantly from the exactly. second we released it. And we know they're excited. We know they're committed and we want to like show up for them. Not, okay, should I do this? Because is anyone going to sign up? Like, okay, no, I'll just hold off on this because I don't even know if anyone's going to show up. Yeah. It's so much better to have that certainty because then you can be more certain in what you're creating. Um, yeah, I think that's any kind of live event. I think that that's so important because not only are you like trying to rely on people to sign up for like a course or a, a program, but you're literally relying on people to come somewhere physically. <laughs> so it's a lot harder to like be like, oh, we'll just scratch that course. It kind of flopped. Like you're literally spending money to go to New York. So it's like you want to make sure those people are actually going to show up. Exactly. Um, exactly. Well, the reason I did it actually, this is just something kind of like funny for people to just consider. Like, let's say you love traveling. Let's say we have some people listening right now who already have, by the way, people who don't already have an online business or anything, just like, just, just bear with us for a minute, just while we talk about this for a sec, just, it's going to be short. But like the reason why I'm doing the event in New York <laughs> is because I was like, okay, I'm going to New York to speak at a conference, but like when I'm in New York, basically after New York, I've been invited to this event in San Diego. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to fly from there to there. And then I'm going to, you know, I I love eating out. So it's like going to, this trip's basically going to cost me money. Like even though I'm going to speak at this conference with like a bunch of people, um, it's going to end up costing me money. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm in the area anywhere. I know I have an audience there. And even if I didn't know I had an audience there, like I'm sure I could have found a couple of people because when it's high ticket, you only need a couple to show up. And I was just like, well, in order to allow me to like upgrade my flights, in order to allow me to like, you know, upgrade my hotel, to allow me to, you know, go to some really nice restaurants, 
I'm just going to do an event so that it's all paid for and covered. And like, you know, just through selling those three spots, like, you know, some of that's covered. And it's just like, it's just sort of a different way to travel because mm-hmm. then you're, it's no longer becoming like a cost. It's becoming just like a way of you being able to actually, you know, continue, even if you just break even, but it's like, you're you're balancing everything off and also you're bringing together a community while you're doing it which is so powerful so yeah i mean in the future now because like i'm always so last minute um but i'm gonna start organizing things like fully in advance let's say i go to like australia next year which i probably won't but let's just pretend like then i can make sure that i have an event all organized and ready for then so then i can just like fly myself and my team out you know and yeah it's just it makes sense yeah that's so awesome yeah i know I mean, me and me and Michaela even have done that. Like when we were traveling to Thailand and stuff, it's like, yeah. you just have to, you, it's not even travel. It's like travel smarter and like, especially work, like work smarter, not harder. And, yes. and then it allows you to have, and it's, and it's so funny because I think with social media and all that people think, oh, you're making a lot of money to buy like material things. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, actually like, I, like it, it just depends on what you want like if you want to travel if you want to spend your money in that area or if you want to create a family and buy a house it's like everybody has a different reason for why they want to make money why they want to do the things they do but if I, i think the key there is making sure it's all rooted in love and rooted in just like helping people and making sure that like, like kind of going back to what you said to answer the, like, how do you build a community? Like your, why, why do you want to build that community? Why do you want to sell these courses? Why do you want to do these events? And if it's, and if it's selfish, then I think that that always kind of comes back to bite. But if it's like, I want to not only create a good life for myself, but I want to create an amazing life for others and teach others how to do this. I think that it's like, it's bound to be successful. And when you do have that positive mindset and that like infectious mindset, it's going to rub off on people no matter what. Um, I love it. I think that's so awesome. And I'm excited to hear about how New York is. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> yeah. I love New York. It's super, it's super nice, super fun. But yeah, no, it's, it's so, it's so important to, it, I just find it interesting how people have such different, um, motives at different seasons of their life. Like, you know, so many people get into fitness, for example, because they want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. But they stay because they they love the health, right? It's like so many people get into business because they want to make money, but then they stay because of the impact that they're making. Mm-hmm. And it's such a similar thing. Like I find that you know, business and fitness are so similar. So similar. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's so interesting. But like you know, when you have that short term mindset and it's like I want to lose weight, I want to lose weight, I want to lose weight, like, and it's all you care about. It's like you're going to eventually get burnt out. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, you're going to hit a plateau <laughs> and you're going to be stressed about it. It's like, if you're only in it to make money, you're going to like maybe one month you make 10 K and then you're like, Oh my God, the next month you're like, I've literally made zero mm-hmm. because you didn't have a real long-term goal yeah. and a long-term reason. And so, yeah, yeah I'd say on that. I love that. I love that so much. Um, to wrap things up, I have one more question for you and then I want to give you the chance to plug all your socials and everything. But my last question for you, obviously this is the evolve your life podcast and that's kind of what my coaching is all about is like truly evolving your life. Um, so my question for you is what has evolved your life in the most impactful way so far? Um, that can be literally any aspect. It doesn't just have to be business. Um, just like when you think back on your life, especially the past like five to 10 years, what has evolved it into what it is today like if you can put it to like one or two specific things 
Yeah, it's so interesting. I think I think there are three things that carry our lives forward, right? Firstly, it's like our health. Secondly, it's like our work slash our business, you know? And and then the third thing is like your relationships, right? And so like I feel that in the past few years of my life, like I've had like very intense things in all of those, right? So like I finally felt that after becoming so indoctrinated in fitness, I finally have been able to like have a healthy balance with that, you know? It's just like but that that's that started like what now five years ago, six years ago when I first got into weight training, that was like a really pivotal moment for me that evolved my life into where it is today. Right. Because if I never did that and went through that whole story that I showed at the beginning, I would never have wanted to become an online fitness coach. And so starting as an online fitness coach, having been in a job that I hated, that allowed me to then, you know, <laughs> build a business which people were asking me, like, Lauren, how did you do it? Like, blah, 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 all that stuff. And so that's obviously allowed me to now help other coaches build their online businesses, which is amazing. So, like, it all pieces together. And then the third piece of the puzzle is, like, relationships, you know? It's, like, becoming self-aware in relationships, getting into relationships, getting out of relationships, and learning so much about yourself. And I feel that, like, when you look at your life and when you, like, it would be amazing if, people listening to this right now would really look at each of those areas of their life and actually just think about all of the things that have gone right and that have gone wrong in those three areas like the reason why I, I these areas have become apparent to me is like when I'm helping people start online coaching companies it's like we get people often because like I'm big on mindset but people will come to me telling me like they'll join the program and then they'll say sort of like on a coaching call oh yeah like I want to be a mindset coach for example, or like a productivity coach or something. And it's like, that doesn't sell, right? Mm -hmm. The things that sell are health, wealth, and relationships. If you think about anything, like as an example, think about like razors. I don't know if you guys have the company Gillette. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Gillette, they aren't selling like a razor. They're selling relationships. Like all of the adverts, when you look at them, is like a woman like stroking the guy's like face mm -hmm. or a woman who's like shaving her leg, like all seductively because she's caring for herself. That's her relationship with herself, you know, like things like in the fitness industry is like, that's all health, right? Like that's, that sells, like it's sexy. Like it's a sexy product that people want. And then, um, health, well, yeah, wealth, obviously, you know, build an online coaching company. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you know, that's just like another thing. And it's like, I started to think like, okay, why do these things sell so much? And then I realized it's just like how we organize things in importance. It's how humans deem things to be important. If you're telling people, I'm going to help you improve your mindset, but like, what's the purpose behind improving that mindset? Is it, I'm going to help you improve your mindset so that you can show up as a better girlfriend in your relationships and raise kids in a freaking better way? Is it, I'm going to help you improve your mindset with your body so that you can, you know, finally stop restricting your calories like something like that you need there needs to be sort of like a link into one of those three things and so as i was becoming more aware about the importance of those three things i started to think like whoa let's look at this in my own life and let's see sort of like how i'm showing up and how things have changed over time and yeah like when you actually look in internally it's it's really interesting so yeah no i love that i'm literally sitting here like do it because i my, my coaching is very much, it's gone from being just like lose weight, track macros, like get your dream body to let's improve your mindset. Let's improve your personal growth. Let's like look at all areas of health. 
but I, I even, I think I subconsciously do what you, cause I'm sitting here like, yes, this is what I struggled with at the beginning. When I made that shift, no one was signing up. No one was, cause it's not sexy. It's not yeah. lose weight in 30 days. It's not, yeah. there's no tangible, like, and that's the problem I even still have with some clients. It's like, there's no tangible way to like measure that progress except yeah, it's not a clear transformation yeah, yeah exactly but when you make that transformation it's so much more impactful than losing exactly. two pounds because that five pounds can come back in two days whereas exactly. that mindset shift that's freaking forever and yeah. so the way I do sell it though it's like it's funny you're saying this because I'm like I totally do that just like kind of I've noticed it works is like firstly pitching the fitness side of it and the health more physical side of it and then it's almost like not tricking because that sounds kind of mischievous, but like mischievous, but like really tricking them into like making these mental transformations, but like almost giving them the tangible, like we'll get here, we'll do this. But in order to get here and do this, we need to do this first. Exactly. It's like you give them what they want, right? You you sell them on what they want, but then you give them what they need. And that's what you Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a perfect example of this. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, you're going to be able to like build this business. You can take, you can scale your online coaching company to 10 grand plus per month. Like you're going to be able to travel like, and all this stuff, which like from the outside, people looking in are probably like, oh God, another one of these bloody like garage quick schemes. But then like, in fact, when you get into the program, oh my gosh, the amount of inner work that we do. I literally hired an NLP coach, neuro-linguistic programming, right? Like a deep mindset coach because people need that when they're starting their online coaching company. So like, not only do I give them business coaches, but I also give them mindset coaches. But like, if I was to tell them like, this is a mindset program, like they would literally just be like, screw that. Like, I just want the strategy. But that's because like when people are starting out, they, they need strategy, right? They want it. Like as time goes on, they need mindset stuff. And I'm seeing this, you're probably, you, you said the same thing. Like, you know, when you were starting out, you wanted like the strategy in your business, but like now you're doing the personal work. And it's like, we go through seasons. Like, I feel pe- that what happens is so many people, it's like strategy, strategy, strategy. And then you get to like a certain level in whatever area of life it is, whether it's like health or other relationships. And then you're like, God, I've like achieved a bit of momentum here. Like I need some mindset stuff to keep me going. Mm -hmm. And like so often when people get to that, let's say you start your online coaching company and you get all your systems set up and and everything's moving, but like, oh, there's so much to do. You start to resist it and you start to just put it off. You start to, you know, like, oh, why do these people keep harassing me to get on my calls with them? Like, this this just what happens with my clients. Like, oh, like, I just want to hide in a hole. And so this is the exact moment where we call them up and we're like, you're resisting right now. Don't, you know, don't run away from us. When you feel that, that resistance to run away, that's when you need to come towards us. Mm-hmm. We are here to help you get through this exact thing. And that's exactly like what I think people just need to, when you're trying to do something by yourself, like whether it's fitness, business, whatever, it's really hard to notice when you're allowing resistance to win. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important because that's why I think like, I just love it when people have coaches because they're able to hold you accountable mm-hmm. and, and just like, you know, tell you to, sort your shit out when you need to. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I love it. I love it so much. And I, I'm, I'm, I've even learned a lot in the past. I'm like motivated now, <laughs> which I yes. need sometimes. I'm like being your own boss. It's like, you need to motivate yourself. So I hope everybody else got some amazing, even if you're not, and the thing is, even if you're not in this space, 
you can get so much from this and apply it to your own work or your own personal life or your own right. fitness journey, your health journey. There's so much that intertwines with fitness, health, business, all of those things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so where can people find you if you want to plug like website, Instagram, all that good stuff so people can, especially if they're listening to this, like, holy moly, I need to work with this girl. I want to grow my business. As, uh, girl, I'm going to start sending people your way because I get this question all the time. Like, can you help me start something? And I'm oh, like, maybe we should start a little partnership. <laughs> here. Why don't you get some from you and us? <laughs> yes. No, I'm being serious. Yeah, I do. I, I get, yeah, I get we'll a lot of them, questions. We'll give them something special. Yes. I'm going to make you do this with me now. <laughs> we'll think about it often. <laughs> Like how I'm like, I always just take messy action. I'm like, I'll think about it in the future. It's okay. Like we'll just get it done now. Yeah. Website is well, actually, it's not a website. It's a it's a sales funnel. Like I'm gonna be real with you guys. Like if you don't know what a sales funnel is, like it's basically like my way of indoctrinating you to become a client. Because <laughs> so, here's the thing, like the, it's newonlinecoach.com, right? That's the website sales funnel but the reason why I say that in like a funny jokey way is because so often I have people come to me who have tried to start online coaching companies and they're like oh like I've tried to build my website and it's just so frustrating like Wix isn't working WordPress isn't working Squarespace sucks like all this stuff and I'm just like you don't even need a website like you literally mm -hmm. don't need a website I think it's different like when you have a big social media following like and when brands are perhaps reaching out press and all that like when you're trying to start as like to sell one thing like a retreat a, a coaching program whatever you literally don't need a website you need a sales funnel okay and that's just like and one of one of the examples and that. that's why i just it's just like i've been having this conversation like the past three weeks with like haters on my facebook ads who are like you're telling me i don't need a website but you're telling me to click the link to go to this website and then i reply back saying it's not actually a website like it's yeah a, but I like that you can be open about that because a lot of people try and like hide that it's a funnel. You know, it's oh, like, yeah, it's like oh, a secret. And it's like, I, know. I, I the, love the that you're open about like, it. 100% because the thing is selling is serving, right? Like the reason why I do high ticket coaching is because like it solves someone's problem. It's just on my whiteboard over there. The listeners can't even see, but like the, these are sort of like the four phases of um, online coaching. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But um, basically I was just making sort of like this video about the importance of having like your what I call is like an impact offer and it's like it has to be such a transformative program that you can command those high prices mm -hmm. and it's like you know if if you're afraid and embarrassed and ashamed about your program you're not going to be able to confidently sell it and if you can't confidently sell it then that means that you're not able to transform someone's life and like the reason why I love sales is because I'm like this is just the beginning you know for me the sale isn't the end of the process. That's just the beginning. And on the whiteboard up there, phase number four is all about like delivering results because when the sale happens, that's when you can start delivering the results to your clients. And so people are so shady and like afraid of sales, but I'm just like so excited because I'm now, I've now enrolled someone into that dream. Yes. So, oh, I love that. That's how I like to think about it. So yeah, I mean, if, if people do want to get started as an online coach, just yeah, head over to newonlinecoach.com um, and then basically just go through the phases. Let us know that you came from this podcast so that we can track this back that these people came, these people came from here. Um, then we can, yeah, we can make sure that we give you guys something special. Um, but then I also have a podcast called Impact School. So go check that out. And I'm yes. on social media. It's just my name, Lauren Tickner, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-C-K-N-E-R. Perfect. 
perfect. And I will put, I'll put all the links too. So you can easily click them and go to um, the website or to her Instagram and all that good stuff. (laughs) YouTube. She's got an awesome YouTube. Um, And yeah, check her out guys. I know again, I do, I get a lot of messages from you guys asking for business advice and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know it all. Like I'm, I'm learning so much even just from talking to Lauren. And if you do need someone, if you want to learn, if you want to grow, I 100% will put my stamp of approval on her everything she does and you guys can go check her out and grow your business and make some money and change lives. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. I literally, I noticed you commented on like two when it gets, it's, 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 if it's one picture, it's like, okay, maybe they just like I popped up in their feed or something. But when it's like two, three and then four, I'm like, okay, this isn't a bot. This isn't like her assistant just like getting engagement. This is her like actually like on my page. Oh my God, I would never let my Instagram is like, no. that's like my one safe haven. But yeah, like seriously, I was just like, I found you on YouTube because I was like doing some, I was like doing some research about like online coaching just to see what was out there and see what SEO like was, what was coming up at the top. Well, like, man, video- I'm happy my video yeah. came up. It was like coming up real high. And then I was just like, I never watch people's YouTube videos, but like, I just, you know, when you just like connect with someone on social media, I was like, okay, I need to meet this girl. Like sh- we're going to get on so well. So you better get your ass to England. <laughs> girl, I will. Maybe I'll come to Kentucky and we can do an event. There we go. Yes. Oh my gosh, do it. And I honestly, I'm, I'm, we're going to talk after this, but I might be in San Diego at the same time as you. I think we might be hey. in an event. <laughs> oh, no way. Okay, amazing. Well, there yeah. we go. There we have it. Full on collab coming soon. Yes, I love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and make sure you go check out Lauren at her Instagram and on the website. And thank you guys for listening and I'll chat with you guys in the next episode. <laughs>